First of all, I am interested in doing late night. I would love to be the heir apparent to Jimmy Kimmel. Um, I believe I can do it. I think that I can do it. Say what? You're funnier, you're smarter, you're better looking. Oh, then you go stop it. I, I would tell you, but, but see, I would throw everybody for a loop because I, you know, my politics would throw people off because I'd be fair to everybody. When one of my longtime viewers sent me a DM yesterday morning on Twitter, sending me a link to Jim Kimmel's latest interview with the LA Times, where Jim is hinting at making the dreams of all normal people come true. During this interview with the LA Times, Jim Kimmel said, this could be my last contract with ABC. I'm probably retiring in two years. Across America, the immediate reaction from normal people when they read this was, Woohoo! Yes, yes, yes. When I saw the story yesterday morning, I immediately thought of that clip of Stephen A. Smith and Sean Hannity. That clip was from January of 2023, and there were two things that were a little surprising about it. Number one, Sean Hannity. He was only wearing moderate makeup. Sometimes when I am watching Sean Hannity on Fox News, I feel like I'm watching one of the contestants on RuPaul's Drag Race. And look, I like Sean Hannity. For the most part, his values align directly with mine. But damn! I mean, the dude, he wears a lot of makeup. (laughs) The other somewhat surprising thing about that clip was Stephen A. Smith openly admitting that he wanted Jim Kimmel's job. We haven't talked about this in a long time, but here on the channel, we have been predicting for the last two, maybe even three years that Stephen A. Smith's days at the Worldwide Leader and Woke are numbered. I believe the first video I did on this was during the summer of 2021. I think, I don't know, maybe one of you guys remember. If so, let me know in the comments below. Also, make sure to like and subscribe. And let me know, too, if you think Stephen A. Smith is prepping to leave ESPN. Let me know in the comments below. Because over the last couple of years, Stephen A. seems to have been laying the foundation to leave the network. Stephen A.'s a smart dude. I mean, he's very, very calculated in what he does. Remember when he was on first take complaining about ESPN underpaying him? I believe they were talking about Major League baseball, a league that is rarely discussed on national platforms. Can't remember exactly what they were talking about, but Stephen A. found a way to twist the discussion into him being vastly underpaid at ESPN. This not only happened once, it's happened twice. After Pat McAfee joined the worldwide leader in Woke, Stephen A. brought this up again. And honestly, if I were Stephen A. Smith, I'd be pissed off about it too. The non-binary mouse is paying Pat McAfee $17 million a year, and his ratings absolutely suck. Pat McAfee can't attract the Lizzo to an all-you-can-eat buffet. ESPN is paying Stephen A. 10 to $12 million, and he is doubling, sometimes tripling, the ratings of Pat McAfee. He launched his podcast, and eventually he launched a YouTube channel. On multiple occasions, Stephen A. has expressed interest in pursuing opportunities outside of sports, with his ultimate dream being to host a late-night comedy show. On the other hand, Jim Kimmel is supposedly looking to exit the spotlight. Or at least, that's what he is saying now. Once the attention withdrawal set in, Jim could change his mind and sign a contract where he agrees to work for free. I know we make fun of Jim Kimmel a lot here on the channel, but there is no denying the fact that the man named Kim has enjoyed a great run in late night television. Believe it or not, 
There used to be a time when Jim Kimmel was almost funny. There used to be a time when the target audience of Jim Kimmel was normal men between the ages of 18 and 49. Today, his target audience is men aspiring to be women or men who believe they need to take birth control every day to eliminate the risk of getting pregnant. Credit where credit is due, though. Jim Kimmel has managed to remain in late-night television for over 20 years. All kidding aside, that is not an easy thing to do. It's definitely an accomplishment. But let's be real here. There was never any real pressure for Jim Kimmel to perform in the ratings, at least when compared to the pressure Leno and Letterman were under. Leno replaced Johnny Carson. He gave the job to Conan O'Brien, then stole it back from him a few months later. For decades, David Letterman went head-to-head against Jay Leno. Before Jim... ABC didn't really have a presence in late-night television. It was kind of like they were just happy to be there. Throughout his career, Jim Kimmel has had a permanent seat on the Bruce Caboose. He has consistently finished dead last in the ratings compared to Jay Leno and David Letterman. And later on, compared to Steph Colbert. Today, he is beating Jim Fallon in the ratings, but everyone beats Jim Fallon. The two Jims, they have something in common, though. In the next two years, they'll both be unemployed. Perhaps the biggest accomplishment of his career is the critical role Jim Kimmel played in the absolute destruction of late-night television. Six years ago, before NBC encouraged Jim Fallon to become a political comedian instead of focusing on what he does best, being an actual comedian, when Jim Fallon was Jimmy Fallon, The Tonight Show was great. He produced great segments like the history of rap and camp, wanna fuck, or whatever the hell it was. He had that skit called Ooh, where Jim Fallon dressed as a teenage girl and he would invite other celebrity dudes on the show where they dressed as teenage girls too. At the time, no one had any idea that Jim Fallon was actually foreshadowing what America would eventually become. Back in 2018, when Jim Fallon was still Jimmy, The Tonight Show generated $334 million in ad revenue. A couple of years before that, the industry of late-night comedy generated almost a billion dollars. When the two Jims and Steph decided to turn late-night television into Sunday morning services at Woke United Methodist, where they only made jokes about the leader of the orange race, Orange Man Bad! Once that happened, millions of people decided to turn it off. Last year, the six late-night shows, The Tonight Show, The Daily Show of Failure, Steph Colbert, Jim Kimmel, the now-unemployed James Corden, and the daytime accountant at Myers & Squires, Sean Squires, all six shows combined last year for $342 million in revenue. In five years, the combined revenue of all six shows barely eclipsed what NBC generated for The Tonight Show in 2018. Make no mistake about it, Jim Kimmel played a huge role in this. All the hosts played a huge part. I know Jim Kimmel is hinting at retirement to the LA Times, but I'm wondering if maybe, just maybe, the non-binary mouse that runs ABC might be telling Jim Kimmel behind the scenes that this is going to be your last contract. We are moving in a different direction.
We have extensively discussed the decline of late night television here on the channel. Some believe that the format is antiquated. Some blame the decline of late night on podcasting and YouTube. I think those are excuses created by their pretend friends in the woke media. My stance hasn't changed. Biggest problem in late night television? The host. I continue to be proven right by the return of Jon Stewart to The Daily Show. Last week, Jon Stewart, he drew 1.9 million viewers for his return episode. This past Monday, 1.3 million. Now, his return episode, it was simulcast on several networks. Episode 2 was only broadcast on Comedy Central. Jon Stewart is beating Jim Fallon. He is competing with Steph Colbert and Jim Kimmel while being broadcast on Comedy Central a network that's been sinking along with CNN and the Woke Sea for the last several years. When Travis Noah was hosting The Daily Show of Failure, Comedy Central was lucky to see 400,000 viewers. Once Travis left to pursue what he called other opportunities, also known as I'm Tired of Being a Huge Embarrassing Failure, once Travis left, Comedy Central tried a rotating panel of hosts who carried on the tradition of failure. All of a sudden... John Stew returns, a host that people my age grew up watching, a host that's not afraid to go after both sides, a host that people can relate to. All of a sudden, John Stewart returns and the audience magically returns to The Daily Show. Late night television is in desperate need of an overhaul when it comes to the host, and there's no better place to start than with Jim Kimmel. If I were ABC... I would pay this doofus to retire today. But if it happens in two years, Stephen A. Smith would be the perfect host to replace him. For starters, I don't think ESPN needs Stephen A. Smith as much as they did two or three years ago. For a while, ESPN was heavily reliant on Stephen A. He was the only personality at the network that was capable of generating interest in headlines in the media. Now, ESPN has arguably the fastest rising star in media, Shannon Sharp. Hey, it's me, Shay Shay! I have been thoroughly impressed with the grown man that calls himself Shay Shay since he filed for divorce from Skip Bayless. If you look at the ratings for First Take, they are exponentially better when Shay is on the program. When it's just A without Shay, ratings decline by two, sometimes 300,000 viewers. ESPN also has Pat McAfee. Now, even though he seems incapable of drawing an audience on television, Pat McAfee is brilliant at keeping his name in the headlines. JJ Reddick could be a rising star at ESPN if, if he would quit bitching about the format of sports media and just embrace it. Me personally, I enjoy J.J. Reddick breaking down Zion Williamson and the Pelicans offense, but I'm a diehard fan. Most people couldn't give a fuck less. They're tuning in to hear your opinion. They don't care about Zion Williamson breaking down his own defense. But the point is, both ESPN and Stephen A. Smith are in the perfect situation to end their relationship amicably. That was not the case two years ago. Like I said, I think Stephen A. would be the perfect replacement for Jim Kimmel. Matter of fact, within six months of him taking over, I think Stephen A. Smith would be the number one host in late night television. Why? Because just like Jon Stewart, Stephen A. is not afraid to attack both sides. He's not afraid to make jokes about Johnny B. Biden. I know he complains about mythical racism. I know he was complaining earlier this week about Pat McAfee and his mythical white privilege. But politically speaking, 
on important issues, I don't think Stephen A. Smith is much different than the rest of us. That doesn't mean we agree on everything, but when it comes to important issues like law and order and the southern border, I think we're on the same page. Basically, Stephen A. Smith, he would be a success in late night because he would be offering something different. And no, I'm not talking about his melanin. I'm talking about his mindset. Over 80% of jokes in late night television are about conservatives. With Jim Kimmel, that number is closer to 90%. Even if Stephen A. Smith went 60-40, it would be a breath of fresh air. Whether he is replacing Jim Kimmel or not, I still think Stephen A. is leaving ESPN. But what about you? What about you? Whether he replaces Jim Kimmel or not, do you think Stephen A. Smith is leaving ESPN regardless? Would you like to see him replace Jim Kimmel? I would. Hell, I would take anyone over Jim Kimmel at this point. But let me know what you think. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.